If you are someone who is a high achiever, you most likely are resilient. You've developed grit. You're an overcomer. You focus on what you can do, not what you can't do. You're optimistic. You train or learn with purpose. You have a strong work ethic. You are grateful. You forgive yourself for making mistakes. You push yourself beyond your comfort zone. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek. I am a movement and mindset strategist with a passion for running, triathlon, and all things fitness. When I first started this podcast, I did it with the mission of learning more about how high achievers think. I wanted to know things like if someone is a champion in their personal life or their work or in sport, what are the thought processes that drive them? What do these people have in common and what can we learn from them that might that we might be able to try in our own lives? The funny thing is, it didn't occur to me to even start asking that specific question until just a few months ago. It's always one of the last questions that I ask at the end of the interview, but it's one of my favorite questions because I think that we can learn so much from these high achievers in how they think. So at the end of each interview, I ask the question, power up your performance is all about helping people learn to think, feel, and live like champions. What are three traits you believe champions possess? So today what I'm doing is I'm pulling seven of those interviews and I'm taking their answers to that last question, sharing with you the three traits they believe all champions possess. The high achievers featured today have all overcome obstacles. They've challenged themselves and they've pushed themselves beyond their comfort zones so that they could achieve goals that were important to them. It seems like people often want to uncover that one magic key to success, that one thing that will bring them riches and glory without putting in the work. We are in a society where people want that little pill that you can pop and all the things, all your wildest dreams will come true without having to put in the actual work. In the clips that I'm sharing today, these people are here to tell you that success doesn't come overnight. They will show you that you can develop a champion's mindset, but it takes work, but it's something that you can develop and you can learn to use the same strategies that they have used to achieve their own success and learn how to apply those things to your own life. The first clip I want to share is from Linda Mitchell. Linda is an author, a podcaster, and a fitness studio owner, all under the brand name of The Sisterhood of Sweat. Her book and the studio are all about helping women build confidence and self-esteem and learning to feel 100% great about themselves. I love the work that Linda does because she has overcome so many obstacles in her own life and she really understands all the work it takes to achieve greatness. So listen and be inspired. They overcome obstacles when they get in their way. Okay, love it. Yeah, because really there's nothing, there's no perfect route. And and then also when they hit an obstacle, they turn that into an opportunity. 
they see it in a different, they flip that switch. Yeah. I think that's something that we've talked about in the past too. I know that you are good at doing this and it was the same perspective I had when I was going through breast cancer treatment, which was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But instead of feeling sorry for myself, I wanted to make sure that I was looking at it from how can I use this experience to help other people? And I think even now I'm like three and a half years out from all my treatment and surgery, I still have issues with pain. And that's part of what drives me to learn more about how the body works because there are so many people out there who think they can't exercise or can't do whatever because of a symptom that they have from a treatment. And so I kind of do the same thing that you do, I think, where we try to turn that obstacle into how can we serve other people with what I've learned from my own experience? Well, I think you focus, if you focus on what you can do, that's the thing. Instead of, instead of saying to yourself, because it's typical to do, like I just, you know, had my hamstring reattached and that was quite the injury. I'm, you know, I, I can't even say enough about that, but it's typical to be telling yourself what you can't do anymore. If you flip that switch, instead of focusing on what you used to be, what you used to be able to do and what you can't do anymore, and you just focus right in front of you on what you can do now. Yes. Yes. What you can, what can I, what can I do? What can I do now? And then you start doing each thing now that you can do pretty soon. You're like, Oh, here I am. I can do the things that I thought I was never going to do again. Very, very true. You can definitely tell why Linda is a master at motivating and inspiring and why her podcast is so popular because she is so great at helping people focus on the positive and encouraging them to not dwell on what is too tough, but to focus on what you are capable of doing now and building on that. Next up, we're going to hear from Laura Schmidt. Laura is the chief positive person at Notes to Self Socks. Laura started Notes to Self to put her belief in the power of positive thinking into action and on people's feet. These are those cute socks that you see that have the words of affirmation or the positive phrases on the soles, on the bottoms of the sock. Anyway, Laura's hard work and positive attitude have resulted in success in the corporate world, in direct sales, and as a dedicated mother to three in Prairie Village, Kansas. It is not surprising once you know what Laura is all about that two of her traits that she recommends are optimism and making a difference. I definitely think a an optimistic attitude, um, you know, just expecting that good things are going to happen. Um, you know, of course, hard work. I mean, hard work goes without saying. Um, and I think, I think somehow wanting to make a difference, you know, even if it's they're a champion athlete, you know, they're inspiring other people to be healthier or be all that they can be. On her website, Laura says, at Notes to Self, we believe in the power of positive thinking and daily affirmation. Our socks and products seek to remind every person of their value, uniqueness, and potential to be their best. Whether it's a big meeting or your child's first day at school, 
we believe a little positive encouragement first thing in the morning can go a long way. And I 1000% agree with Laura. Optimism and positivity are crucial if you want to achieve your goals. Next, I have Meredith Atwood. She is a four-time Ironman triathlete who some of you might know better as Swim Bike Mom. She is a recovering attorney, motivational speaker, and author of the newly released Triathlon for the Every Woman. You too can be a triathlete. She is also the host of the podcast, The Same 24 Hours, and her next book, The Year of No Nonsense, will be released at the end of this year in December of 2019. I especially love what Meredith has to say about forgiveness, as I think that this is a very big consideration, something that we all need to think about and be a little bit more kind to ourselves when we have a setback or when we try something that challenges us in a new way. Number one is grit. And I think grit you're born with or you can cultivate, but I think they're, you know, to be a champion at anything, like you have to be able to just grit through the pain. You have to be able to grit through the the drama and, and just keep going. I mean, that's a close second to being relentless, but I think they're kind of tied in. Um, and, and I use my kids as examples of grit being born and being cultivated because Stella was born gritty. She's just a gritty kid. And then James has cultivated his sense of grit when he found a passion. And so the next thing is, is having a purpose. I think you have to have a purpose for why you're doing what you're doing. Like you can't be a champion if you don't feel the drive and the why behind it. So um, you can be a great, like I was a great or good, fine attorney, right? But I could, I couldn't ever be a great attorney because I didn't have the purpose and passion behind it to really fuel me. Um, so we have grit, we have purpose. And then I think finally I had this down and now I don't remember. Um, oh, I, know, I remember you have to have forgiveness. Um, the whole idea that life is easy and you're not going to fail. Like we were given that message at some point and it's wrong. You know, life is a failure battleground. And so I think one of the things you have to be as a, you know, to be a champion is you have to have the ability to forgive yourself because you're going to relapse. You're going to fail. You're going to fall down. And so self-forgiveness and the ability to pick yourself up is really probably the biggest one. I love her thought process here because consistency is the key to losing weight, to running a marathon, to building your mileage, to building your endurance, to achieving any goal that you set out to achieve. You need consistency, but we're all human. We're going to fail. And sometimes we are going to fail big time. So we need, need, need to be able to pick ourselves up and start over again and understand that that's okay. There's no guilt. There's no shame. It's part of being human. Delise Hofen is a breast cancer survivor and the founder of Braden's Hope for Childhood Cancer. The foundation is named after her son, Braden Hofen, who was diagnosed with stage four neuroblastoma when he was just three years old. She started Braden's Hope to try to ensure that no other family would ever hear the words, no known cure. Delise is a remarkable woman and 
based on what she has faced and the obstacles that her family has overcome, it's probably no surprise that one of her tips is that you need to be able to accept help. Accepting help from people is not a weakness. It's something that we should be willing to offer other people because we know that we're always happy to help out a friend. And and likewise, we should be willing to accept that help when somebody wants to help lift us up, help us achieve what we're trying to achieve. You have to possess the the, um, mindset of positive thinking. You have to be a person who can switch that reframe um, switch and, and say, okay, you know what, this is really awful. Just like that weather, this is really awful. I can't believe I'm out here writing it to flipping the switch to saying, you know what, Ashley's kind of fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is so silly. I can't even see in front of me because the snow is gathering on my eyelashes, but this is really kind of fun because I've never done this before. Um, so I think you have to be able to just reframe and, and see the positive side of, of the pain. Um, I think you also have to be that person who is willing to push yourself to into something that you're not sure you're going to be able to do well at. Um, no matter if that's a distance or a time, or if it's just going from walking into jogging, it's just pushing yourself into something that you're not sure is your comfort zone. So yeah, I think you have to be outside of your comfort zone to be able to do any growth. And maybe the third thing would be, you you need to be a person who, um, likes or, well, maybe not likes, but a person who accepts um, help and, um, advice from people around you. I don't think, I mean, I'm a runner who likes to run actually alone. I like to run solo when I'm running. Um, but I still like to talk to people about running before or after I run. And that's a way that I grow. And I think that applies to not just running, but in life in general, and none of us can really do the solo And so relying on others for advice and input so that you can grow and continue to learn and get better at whatever it is that you're doing, I think is is something that the champion would do. Delise is big on positivity and reframing those negative thoughts that pop into your head. The next person we're going to listen to is big on gratitude, being thankful for where you've been, all the hard work that you've put in, and all the things that shape who you've become. Nick Simmons is a two-time Olympian. He competed for the U.S. in 2008 and 2012 in the Olympics, and he focused on the 800 meters for the majority of his career. Now he is in retirement and has set a personal goal of beating 11 seconds in the 100 meters, and I believe he is busy racing this summer just to test and see where he is with that goal. Nick is also the co-founder of RunGum. He has a wildly popular YouTube channel where he shares all of his wisdom, the wisdom he acquired over his 20-year running career. Great question. The, the, the first one that comes to mind, to be a champion in anything, it takes perseverance, right? Because to get to the top, to be successful, curveballs and obstacles are going to be thrown your way and you have to persevere. So that's the first one. And, and that's, that's number one by a long shot. The next two are, will be important, but not nearly as important as that first one. Um, the second one I would say is, um, hard work, you know, and, and I know that sounds cliche, but you look at anybody in, in any walk of life, they've worked hard to get there. And I I don't care whether it's athletics or politics or business, 
anyone that's successful will have worked hard. Um, and three, it's a sense of gratitude because there's no point in doing any of this if you're not going to look back and be grateful. And I, and I, I will, I'll use a cautionary tale as, as a case in point. I know Olympic gold medalists that look back on their career with nothing but frustration and disappointment because they never won the world record or never got the world record or vice versa, world record holders that look back on their career with disappointment and sadness because they never won Olympic gold. So at some point, whether it's you, you know, you've set a new PR or you've won a state title or you've even won an Olympic gold medal, stop and appreciate how cool that is, how hard you worked and thank yourself for putting that hard work in. It took me a long time to get there. There was a, there was a point when I was looking at retiring when I was pretty depressed that I'd never won an Olympic medal, that I'd never got a world record, you know, all the things that I didn't accomplish, which were tiny, tiny goals that I didn't, not tiny goals, but a tiny amount of goals that I didn't achieve compared to the amount of goals that I had set and actually achieved. And once I looked at that and I said, wow, I actually accomplished 99% of the goals I ever set out to achieve. I had this absolute euphoria and bliss and content, feeling of contentedness that I had had worked so hard and achieved all those things. So as you're going down that journey, make sure you stop and and have a bit of gratitude for how hard you've worked and, and all that you've accomplished. Isn't that the best advice? I mean, what is the point in doing all the things we do if we can't take some time to reflect and just be thankful and appreciate all that we've done? We cannot grind, 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 grind all the time. We're going to get burned out. And no matter what you are doing, if you are working toward a goal, there are amazing things that you have done. You have achieved something, whether it's learning how to swim or swimming that first 25 or 50 yards without having to put your feet down or struggling to breathe, or that first time you were able to run a mile without stopping. Wherever you are in your journey, stop and appreciate the amazing things that you have accomplished. This next person just speaks to my heart. She teaches us how to cultivate optimism and positivity and shows us that when we learn to harness those thoughts, that we can truly change our lives by changing our thinking. So this next person is Dina Castor. She is a 2004 Olympic marathon bronze medalist and the American record holder in the marathon. She is also the author of Let Your Mind Run, a memoir of Thinking My Way to Victory. Training your mind to be more optimistic is one of the best things you can do for your running, your career, your marriage, or any place in your life where you want to be successful. So I'm going to turn you over to Dina, who is going to talk about resilience, grit, and trust. The number one trait is resilience. Um, because um, failing is inevitable um, along along the road, but um, but but people who are successful are resilient under 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 those failures and and use it as a springboard. Um, so resilience, I think, is probably the the number one trait of success. Um, I would also say grit, um, just being really. Um, just putting your nose down and getting to the grindstone and um, accepting that it might get uncomfortable, whether it's physically or mentally. Um, so, so having a lot of grit 
And then I would say trust, um, trusting, trusting in your pursuit um, and the and the process and your purpose, and then trusting those those around you. Trust in your pursuit. Trust in your process. Trust in your purpose, and trust in the people around you. Such important things, especially when you are a professional athlete. Before we move on to our final person, I do want to say that if you are having trouble making any of these lifestyle changes, if you need help making some changes in your life, I do have a course. It's a free course till the end of the month, till the end of June, called Crush Your Goals Even If You Are a Chronic Restarter. You can access that at www.crushingmygoals.com slash crush dash goals. It is a four-week course where you will learn how to develop habits that will help you be more successful. If you would like some one-on-one coaching, I am always available for that, whether that is lifestyle coaching or related to a race goal. So send me an email at coachkim at thepowerofrun or go to crushingmygoals.com and just check out my website and some of the things that I have to offer. The final three traits come from Katherine Switzer. Katherine is the first woman to register for and run the Boston Marathon. Her entry revolutionized the sports world, and she has spent the majority of her career creating change for and empowering women. She is also the founder of 261 Fearless, a global running organization that empowers women. I especially love how she talks about paying it forward, which completely ties in with 261 Fearless because that is what her whole organization is about. It's what her speaking career has been about, just about trying to make sure that women have equal opportunity in sport. One of the most fascinating things to me about the interview that I did with Catherine a few weeks ago was that she compared how people treat the aging population, maybe those over 60, 70 plus, and she compared that to how women used to be treated back in 1967 when she ran that first Boston Marathon. Back then, we thought of women as being fragile and too frail to compete. And she says that the comparison of how we treat older people these days is not lost on her. And so one of the things I love about her is that now she's not only empowering women, she's empowering people in their 70s to get out and move and reap the benefits of how movement can improve your lifestyle. So listen to this interview with Catherine where we talk about being aware of the bigger picture and being open to paying it forward. I think that a true champion has a sense that what they do is more than winning, that there's a bigger picture in life. It's sort of living what matters not just winning. A true champion, in my view, always passes it on to the next generation um, or anybody around them. uh, And they make the effort to do that because uh, uh, there's so much talent out there. It only needs an opportunity. And the third thing I think that makes a champion is someone who knows that they're inside, perfectly ordinary person who is willing to work hard and make something happen, that they're not entirely as special as the world thinks you are. 
One of the things I especially love when I talk to a lot of these big athletes like Nick and Dina and Catherine, people who have achieved what to many of us seem like superhuman things, is that they are all so humble. They don't think of themselves as being special. They, yes, they have talent, but they understand that they're fortunate, that they've had to work to get to where they have gotten and that nothing is going to be handed to them. And I have to say, these three are some of the sweetest, most sincere, humble people I have ever met. I hope you've enjoyed this little recap of some of the traits that at least these rock stars believe are traits that all champions possess. And I hope that it gives you comfort and helps you realize that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be willing to wake up tomorrow and try again. We talk a little bit on the podcast. We've talked in the past about grit. And grit is something a lot of these guys mentioned. But we know that grit is something that is hard to achieve. We have to be willing to put in the work and grind a little bit. But hopefully over time, we are also developing the habits that make these things easier so that we don't have to grind, so that the behaviors that make us successful are second nature. So I love, love, love what they all had to say. I hope you appreciated this too. I would love to work with you and check out my website. Give, send me an email. Let's talk about what we can do to help you power up your performance. I will talk to all of you again this Friday for another episode of Free Thinking Friday, a Friday episode where I talk briefly just about some of the things that I've been pondering throughout the week. So let's see how the week goes and what issues arise over the next couple of days. We'll see what I'm fired up again about on Friday. Have a great week. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at